Welcome to the Author's Porch, where every good conversation happens. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride from author to author. We want to give you an experience where you learn and enjoy the conversation. Authors tell you about their journey, you learn about new books, and at the end of the day, you go home with a smile on your face because the Author's Porch is a beacon of light bringing you home to the family you never knew you had. We hope that you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Author's Porch, where every great conversation happens. And it happens because we trusted Brendan and Vonzi at Master Talk to show us the power of effective communication. We also make sure we have a great cup of coffee from Third Day Coffee Seguin, a Christ-centered, veteran-owned coffee company. Today on the show, we have William Joseph Roberts. How are you doing, William? Doing good. Hired from the job. (laughs) You know, I'm looking at my uh, little thing here, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I didn't change the name. I almost called you the guest that I had last night. Wouldn't that be awkward? <laughs> hey, I got so many names. That's okay. <laughs> I answered to... about anything. So, you know. You know, before we came on live, I says, okay, am I calling you William? Am I calling you Joseph? Am I calling you Roberts? And, and you were like, you said, what did you tell me? You said, I'll go by my Air Force call sign. That's yeah, you okay. You can call me Billy, because that's what most everybody calls me anyway. I mean, you know, it, it just bled over from my Air Force days into the author community because yeah. there, there are so many authors out there that are veterans. That's um, true. I mean, half of them here at, at Superstars. I, I'm For everybody watching, I'm at uh, uh, the Superstars Writing Seminar in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Um, three days of travel, and now I'm here, and it's like, oh, my God, awesome. There are so many cool people here. Um, but, you know, half yeah. of them are military. I need to get on William's level, but let me give you guys a little bit of background about William. So you guys know, because I've had a conversation with him before. We uh, were introduced by Patrick Faulkner, who is the host of the Knock and Talk show, who is an Air Force veteran, law enforcement veteran as well. So I've already had a conversation with William before. I know a little bit more about him than uh, the audience. Well, some of the audience, I'm sure there's audience out there that knows plenty more. But anyways, in a previous lifetime, William Joseph Roberts uh, was a staff sergeant in the United States Air Force. And he was also an F-15 mechanic for those out there. Those are those planes that drop bombs on targets, just so you know. Uh, during that, after that, he became a jack of all trades, a renaissance man, he calls himself, an insane squirrel Wrangler. I'm going to have to know more about that here in a little bit. Um, After his enlistment, he pursued a career in industrial and architectural design, design engineer, and now he's an eclectic writer. And, you know, through your publishing company, because you have a publishing company now. Yeah, I've seen some of the writings that you do and the authoring that you do, and it is very eclectic and very beautiful as well. Like, I've see, looked at your website and done my research a little bit. And I'm like, that's some pretty cool stuff. Like, that's some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, currently resides, and I'm not going to say that city name, but it's in Georgia. Chickamauga. <laughs> Chickamauga with your wife. Um, and your you call them freaky, smart, nerd children. I love that. They sound pretty cool. Yeah, I don't want to give them chemicals because they might make things. <laughs> You know what? Those are going to be the future leaders of tomorrow. 
Those are the future leaders of tomorrow. And a small pack of fur babies. How many? Uh, well, let's see. We got two dogs, two cats, and seven chickens now because we lost one hen. Okay. Well, I, you know, I've only got the dogs. I got six dogs and that's it. My husband wanted to get goats and all that other stuff. And I was like, okay, we're done. <laughs> so that's the introduction of William Joseph Roberts. So you're where you're in Colorado and yep. you've traveled for a convention. Where where you, what are you doing over there? Okay, the Superstars Writing Seminar. It is put on by Kevin J. Anderson. Um, if you don't know who he is, he's wrote uh Star Wars, Star Trek, Dune. Um, you know, he, he's done all kinds of stuff. Um, but him, um, Dave Farland, uh, Eric Flint, Jim Butcher, you know, the, these guys put together the seminar to help pass on knowledge, yeah. help bring people up at a level. I'm, I'm here to hopefully learn more on um, marketing and how to get our stuff out there better. You know, mm -hmm. I, I want to get more traction. I want to get more readers in for Three Ravens, you know, and my stuff for Three Ravens. Now, I'm working on a novel right now for that I'm going to put through the Ravens, but I need to know how to push it out there in urban fantasy. Yeah. Um, you know, fantasy, sci-fi, we're doing good on. Urban fantasy, I need a little little nudge. I need to see what I'm doing wrong. And, you know, figuring out some of the algorithms on, on Amazon and... Um, um, uh, Is that even possible to figure out the Amazon algorithms? <laughs> it's changing even faster now. Yeah. So, you know, but but using facebook ads twitter ads amazon ads you know that kind of stuff um and then well the networking yeah that's that's going to be here this weekend i mean i, I was just bullshitting with kevin j anderson on the walk this morning over in the uh the garden of the gods walk wow and it's just just talking to him but they're they're people they're normal yeah. people i mean I, I was on my drive out here and my buddy taylor anderson if if you don't know who that is he wrote the destroyer men series mm. he just called me up to, to talk Okay, but that's networking. Yeah. And, you know, us as authors, that's that's part of the gig. You, you can't be an introvert. Um, you, you have to get out there and, and talk to people. Yeah. You know, so somebody like me, I, and I've been very vocal about my issues with networking. I, I have social anxiety. I have no problem talking. It's just the close proximity that that gets my social anxiety to an all-time freak out panic mode right. but if you get me on here i'm like hey what's going on well and at a convention though if yeah you're, if you're at a convention and you're actually up at the table mm -hmm. you don't have that many people around you and there's people in the audience so you know maybe that distance that that'd be a good thing yeah yeah so how did you get into this conference is it something you signed up for what you invited yeah, personally and um, it, it's a pretty penny too I mean, this, yeah. this one, it, I, I'm going to probably drop about $3,500 by the time this is all done because the conference itself was over a thousand. Wow. Um, the hotel is not cheap, mm -hmm. and, but staying here in this hotel where everybody else is, where you can network and you can go down to the bar and hang out and talk. That's important to me. Yeah. Um, that that's where I'll make some connections that might pan out later. Um, you know, and, and the whole time you, you sit down to talk to anybody. Well, you're already talking shop. You're already yeah. sharing the knowledge that you, you have in your little field of, of writing. And, you know, I've, I've already learned marketing stuff since I got here. Yeah. So it's, it's awesome. Um, and, and conventions, 
you know, you build your tribe. And that, that's one thing that Superstars uh, talks about a lot is it's a tribe community and we all help out and and try to pitch in and share the knowledge and help the others take that step up, you know. Um, is that just for one writing genre or is it, is it just or is it for all writing? This is writing in general. I mean, some of the okay. submissions like um, Eric Flint was re reviewing the opening for novels and I. I joined that workshop I submitted and part of the workshop was we were to read all the other submissions so we knew what he was talking about when he started doing the reviews okay um and there was literary stuff in there you know it's not just science fiction fantasy and all there there were literary pieces there there was mm -hmm. some, you know mainstream thriller type stuff so it, it's across the, the board yeah now I know of two conferences that I've been kind of eyeing you know I go to an online one uh, book fest I do that online uh, twice a year and then there's Inkers Con that's going to be in Dallas this year and then 20 books to 50k that's going to be in Vegas and I'm kind of looking at 20 books to 50k and then Inkers Con in Dallas so I'm kind of like on the fence if I'm you know I'm definitely going to 20 books to 50k in Vegas but Inkers Con I'm like oh it's in Dallas it's only a few hours away from me and yeah, I know I them. Go ahead. I picked this over 20 books. Okay. Because of the um, intimacy of it. Okay. 20 books, you've got thousands of people. Yeah, yeah. We've got a few hundred here. Okay. So your one on one time with these bigger guys is mm -hmm. a lot more. Yeah. And, you know, the, to me, the value there was better. Um, I do want to go to 20 books and expand things out for three ravens mm -hmm. but right now I, I think that this one is more valuable because of the connections i can make and the information i can learn versus yeah. trying to push things really hard as a commercial deal at 20 books you know setting up a yeah, table yeah. and all that so you know it, it, it's a value thing you gotta you gotta balance it yeah, you have to figure out where you're at in your career, what you need in your career at that moment, and which one's going to fit into your toolbox, right? Right, absolutely. And, you know, I, I'm doing that this year with conventions. Um, Chattacon, I had a table for Three Ravens. Fantasy in Raleigh, North Carolina, I'm going to have a table. Liberty Con in Chattanooga, I've got a table. Imaginarium, I, I'm not really sold on getting a table yet because it's kind of high. You know, the, the cost to, to set up in the vendor room is it was like $250 for the weekend. I'm like, I barely squeaked by on the last one. And, you know, I got into black. So do I really want to pay $250 for this? And I still got to get the hotel room and it's gas money. Where yeah. Chattacon, I was at the house already. You know, I just had to drive into Chattanooga. How do you find all these conferences? Um there's actually a fandom resource online that you can find them um southern fandom if you look it up uh -huh. um it, it lists all the conventions in in the south um i think they do all the way over into like kansas and all that too okay very interesting um but then you got you got stuff up north in wisconsin all that like gen con and gary con and you've got um was lte i think out in utah and there there's conventions everywhere it's just yeah, there is. Gotta dig around and find them. So let's talk about you and writing and how you got, and then your publishing company and how you got involved in all that from an F15 mechanic, right? Somebody who has schematics and technical orders, 
obviously you you did something before you came in the Air Force, but then the Air Force retrained your brain, brainwashed you to be extremely technical and everything had to be one very particular way to go into this imaginative world, which is fantasy, even urban fantasy, sci-fi, which is all made up. <laughs> well, see, that, that, that's one of the things about being a Jack. I love technical, but I love fantasy too. Yeah. And so I, I've been writing since like grade school. Okay. And, you know, I grew up in Southern West Virginia and I really didn't have anybody to help me figure out how to go about writing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, even in high school, my English teacher, my literary teacher, they couldn't tell me where to go to, who to talk to, anything like that. And, you know, at the time, if I'd have thought about it, I'd have looked at the address in the back of a book and started talking to the people at this publishing company to, hey, where do I go to figure this out? Because yeah. they tend to help sometimes. Um, Especially back then. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I went into the military, did my stint, you know, jumped around the world, all that stuff. Started writing towards the end of my career. Um, started working on a fantasy novel. And then, you know, between being discharged on a medical getting divorced, going to college, um, you know, remarrying, starting to have kids, you know, things kind of took a backseat, but I was still trying to write and learn how to write. Um, and uh, in 2018, no, no, 2017, um, I was working at this one company as a uh, design engineer and the QA guy that was coming in to inspect the pressure vessels and our welding and stuff uh, started talking to me about LibertyCon. We just we got to chat and he's like, "What well, do you know about LibertyCon?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> and LibertyCon was my changing point. Um, LibertyCon is a writers' business convention. You you sit down one on one. I mean, similar to this, but you can just sit down and, and talk shop and. You know, you're creating worlds with these guys by the end of it. Hmm. But my first Liberty Con, um, it, it was a game changer. It's been gangbuster since because in one of the courses, I, I was doing this little writing piece with Charity Ayers, and I always keep coming back to, she gave me permission. It doesn't matter, my wife, my family, anybody who liked my stuff, this perfect stranger just gave me permission to write this and the switch flipped and it's game on. And the piece that I actually wrote in her little workshop ended up going into the anthology piece that I got invited to do at that con. Wow. The next year I got asked to do three novels, you know, and it's just like, boom, 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 boom. And here we go. We're rolling. I made a publishing company, you know, wow. and, and the whole basis of the publishing company was to publish my labors of love. And I have two partners in, in Three Ravens, and that's uh, Benjamin Tyler Smith and RJ Layden. Um, they are the more introverted, and I'm the extrovert that likes to yell it and get on things like this. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it's a place that we can take those things that we don't want to give away to someone else and publish them ourselves. Yep. And, uh, but like this convention, I want to learn how to make that better and put it out there better, get more readers to it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and it, it's a lot of work. It really is. You know, and, and there, there's there's a difference between hobby authors and professional authors. 
Yes. The hobby authors tend to be the ones that just want to talk about it. They like to go to the coffee shop and say, I'm an author. What to publish? Well, you know, I'm working on this one and this one and this one. And they never get anything done. Yeah. In one year, I had four novels. Um, last year, I'd lost count of how many short stories I wrote. But last year was the year of anthologies. So many <laughs> other people were right there with me. We all overcommitted on short stories. It's just like, oh, dear God, I'm never doing this again. What was I thinking? And then I go and make a bunch of other anthologies for next year. And, you know, and part of it was my problem because I decided to do this one and this one. Gee, how many Christmas, those are massive. Yeah, well, see, okay, this is also part of the learning curve. Okay, there were 17 authors in Starflight. Let's see if I can get it better. Okay. This is based on an old video game from the 80s that I talked to the IP holder okay. and I got permission to write in the universe. Nice. So uh, 17 authors in that one. Wow. There's 19 in this one. Golly. With an opening by an Emmy Award-winning horror actor, Bill Oberst Jr. And it, it's, it's cheesy B-rate fun, just like you think it might be. Yeah. You know, Shaun of the Dead, um, Army of Darkness, you know, the Evil Dead, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I learned that you, we're not doing any more than like maybe 12 or 13 authors <laughs> next time. And I can pay people more that way, too. Yes. Because, um, yeah. you know, you divide divide out the, the earnings between the, the different authors. Um, but it's work. And you, you if you want to do it, you're going to do it and you jump in and you just do it. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually jumped on. So I was going to do, I remember talking to you. We had our first conversation, Patrick introduced us and I was like, yeah, let's jump on a call. Let's, let's, let's chat because, you know, I'm always looking to chat to another air force person. Cause I swear all I ever do is talk to army people nowadays. I mean, I love my army brothers and sisters because I'm my husband's prior army. So nothing bad against them or anything, but I never get to talk to air force people. It's like, we're just a dying bunch or something. I don't know where we're at. Um, <laughs> So I was like, yeah, let's talk. And we got to talking and I was talking about how I was going to do three anthologies. I was going to, you know, publish three anthologies and I was going to have people come on. And we got to talking about some of that. And then after talking to you, you know, I took those down. I was like, yeah, I'm not ready for that in my career. Like being the person that puts them together. Like yeah. I realized at this point in my career, I'm not ready to be the host of an anthology, but I did jump on one that someone else is hosting and all I got to do is write and help promote. And I'm like, Oh, I can help promote because I'm loud and I'm proud all over social media and I can write, but I can't host it. So, yeah. So thank you for that. Because when I realized all the work, I was like, I didn't want to well, do all that. <laughs> well, now, you know, you've got to, you've got to edit the stories. You have to turn down stories sometimes. Yeah. Um, you have to organize them and figure out the, the the layout that you're doing. Sometimes it's not so hard. Other times it is because, you know, with, with the, the trailer park, when we tried to differentiate what creature feature, you know, we didn't want two aliens and two zombies back to back. So yeah. we spread them out, you know. Um, but, you know, doing the cover art, doing, doing the publishing side of it, it it's all a pain. Which I, I mean, I do all of that for my own books already. But when you started talking about royalty splits and mm -hmm. all the other stuff, I was like, no, I was just going to give them a hundred books and tell them they have, you know, that that's in the book and that's 
but you know, and then I didn't well, realize that as long as you write the contract like that too. You know, yeah. you a flat rate of okay, hundred dollars per story, cool. Uh yeah. my first first one, it was forty dollars per story, and we got three copies of the book. Yeah. Yeah, so it was just yeah, I was like, I'm not, yeah, that was a lot of work. I was like, I got too much going on. I'm gonna just jump on someone else's anthology because I I'm better at writing and podcasting and other things than than putting together that after yeah. talking to you i was like yeah william knows a lot more i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, jump I'm, off I'm of trying to my, put that in my pants and learning as i'm going and i you know there's so many things if you have chapters or, or or if you have a table of contents it is the bane of my existence it never fails it will go wrong somewhere and i'll have more <laughs> contents wrong and then like, um, yeah, it was on this one. You know, we tried to hold the standard of when a new story or a new chapter starts, it starts on the right-hand side. Um, you know, that's something that the big boys do. But like, okay, ah, there we go. So it's on the right-hand side. Uh -huh. But then, you know, sometimes Amazon decides to be stupid and it puts it on the other side for some reason. And I haven't um, figured out why they do that. Hopefully, I've got it fixed now because I went back and was like, okay, well, we'll have to redo them after the first printing. Yeah. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of headaches sometimes. Um, there's there's formatting tools out there you can use too. There's like Vellum that that's Mac based. Um, there's another one that uh, Quincy uh, was going to talk about here, at Superstars, that's Windows based. They, they just came out with Atticus. And I've been Atticus, using Atticus. I haven't looked at it yet. Yeah, they've integrated Book uh, Brush with Atticus and some other of the industry standard type of little um, cover design and graphic stuff within Atticus. I really like Atticus. Okay, I, I've gotten some great ebooks and print um, with Atticus. I love it. I've only had it for a couple months, but I'm in love with it. It's because I saw Volume and I was like, I don't have Mac. So what do you got for Windows? Because I don't want to learn Mac. I don't, I mean, I have iPhone and everything, but I don't want to learn MacBook. <laughs> Not my gig. Yeah. So you write, do you predominantly write sci-fi and fantasy or? I'm all over the place. Um, sci-fi fantasy I, i've done some horror post-apocalyptic urban fantasy um you know i've got i got a kid's book that i've got started um okay. it's it, it just depends on what the evil mind squirrels want do you got a and romance i haven't yet <laughs> no i have I, like I have notes down for a victorian romance oh um, and nice. one day I might actually get around to writing it because I, you know, I jotted all my notes down, got the squirrels happy for the moment, and I'll probably have to go back to it eventually. But right now, you know, it's at least jotted down. And at the time, I was listening to the Outlander series, so that helped oh, fuel that. Yeah. Wow. You do really do. So let's talk about the evil squirrels. Let's <laughs> talk about <laughs> squirrel wranglers. Is that pretty much? There's Frank and there's Jose and you know we we we've got him named Frank is at the very back and he runs the jukebox that's running seven different songs at the same time in the back of my head 
So I'm sitting there bebopping to to this weird mix, and um, so you know they, they got you know the the desk is all messed up in there, and they they got paper scattered <laughs> everywhere trying so to figure out this mattress. Oh God, you know it, it, uh, it, anything can spur it. You know you know I, I go back to this one. Uh, me and the wife we were sitting at Applebee's one day, and uh, I looked over and there were these three ladies at the bar. But this one in the center, the way she's carrying herself, the way she was carrying on the conversation, and I couldn't hear her, but it was her body language and the way she was speaking to her friend. I started forming this bad guy in my head, and that ended up actually being one of the bad guys at the start of book two for my Terry and I series. Um, but you know, I, I'm sitting there just like I, I need a pen. I need I need some, and we're like snatching a pen from the waitress and what. Wife went out to the car and got something to write on. And by the time she got back, I already had a napkin. I'm sitting there scribbling, you know, um, just to get the idea out of my head so I didn't lose it. Yeah. So the wife is quite used to the angry squirrels. God, yes. Okay. So she's well-versed with the angry squirrels and she has adopted them. Yes. And, and if she sees me staring off in a la-la land, she knows something's processing. Okay. Okay. I, I love that. That That's a relationship that goes down in history books. Well, it, you know, I've, I've seen so many different um, relationships when it comes down to authors and, you know, mm -hmm. th this one author I know, um, her husband doesn't understand it, doesn't click with it. And says, oh, you just do your thing. He doesn't even read the stuff. Mm. But there's others that they're right there on top of, you know, my wife, she, she reads through all my stuff. She edits my stuff. Um, she helps me with building the characters and, and idea. You know, we're sitting around the dinner table and the kids are helping throw ideas around and mm -hmm. it ends up taking a lot of left turn tangents sometimes, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> you know, there, there's others that like James and Jeanette Hunter, um, they run shadow alley press. He's the writer. She's the 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 uh, the uh, advertising genius. You know, she's yeah. the one putting the stuff out there. Um, and they work great as a team doing that. Yeah, my husband tells me he he can't figure out when I'm talking about a real person or a character. <laughs> yeah, so he doesn't. I won't say that you'll see a, one of my books in his hand. But um, I quite often talk so much about them. He doesn't need to read the book because he already knows everything that's going on. Right, and he yeah. can't tell if if I'm talking about a real person or a character. So after a while, and I'll say something about, oh, I need to make sure I write that down or I got to change that later. He'll be like, oh, that was a character. I thought it was one of your cousins because you got so many. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, no, that was a character. <laughs> so I, I one of these days he's going to think, when he gets older, he's going to be like, what part of my life was real? And what part was the book? <laughs> you know, well, so, that, that's part of the curse too. I mean, we're, yeah. we're, we go visit our friends. Yes. You know, we, we have to go visit our friends. We have to have our adventures with our friends. Yeah. And you know, one, one of the things I try to strive for in my writing is the immersion. Mm -hmm. You know, I want the reader to feel like they're there to, be angry and to cry with them and to, you know, get upset or to be happy. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, 
to do that, you you have to immerse yourself into that world. Yeah, and become absolutely. part of it. You know, and, and it at the end of the day, when when my writing time's done, you know, I get up at 0400 every morning, with with, mm-hmm. with the exception of when I'm sick or something, then I'll sleep in. Yeah. But yeah. you know, 0400, and I write till six, and that's when I clock into the day job, and I don't want to leave sometimes because I'm there. I'm, I'm right there in it. I'm in the thick of it. We're having a great time or we're trying to kill something or whatever. <laughs> I almost I'm, killed it. And you situation and it's just going sideways. Yeah. So, so what is your, what's your hope? What is your, your dream with three Ravens and, or your writing? Oh, to go full time. I don't want a day job. I, yeah. I, I love doing this and I, I love, you know, invoking emotion and and physical reaction in my readers um and it's just amazing it, it, with um wildcat foreclosure of a dream it, it was my post-apocalyptic one uh, the third my third novel um there are scenes in there that i can't go back and read and they're really hard to even think about honestly because mm-hmm. you know it, it's dealing with like suicide and stuff like that with this character who lost his wife and his son and um um, it it, i understand method actors because they get into the headspace of that character and i i had more than a few facebook messages and stuff from people it was like thank you for being so raw and and putting it out there of how how these situations happen and how people feel Mm -hmm. and um you know there was some vets that that had responded to me on that that side and you know it, it's a it's a ptsd it, it really is and I, i've got my own just like most of us have served mm-hmm. uh, probably not nowhere near some of the boys that, that were front line i mean I, i'd hate to think about some of that yeah mm. but it, if it's something that helps somebody heal by god yes yeah that's the ultimate thing. So if you had any advice to an author out there that's looking to get started or maybe struggling with their own dream of going full-time, what would be your advice to them? Well, the first is usually do it. Stop talking about it. Stop procrastinating. The dishes will get done later. Sit down and do it. Um, ben Bova, He's the one that that told me and put it into my head. If you're going to do it, then sit down and do it. Set your time, and that's when you do it. That's why I get up at 0400 every morning and I write. Um, you know, the next thing would be you you really need to learn how to write. And part of that is where do you want to be? What type of genre? I mean the different genres have different styles of writing. Yes. You know, writing third person, writing first person, two different things. So it, it depends on the story you're trying to tell. It depends on the genre that you're going into, but research the genre. Okay. If you're writing urban fantasy, military sci-fi, go pick up Larry Korea's monster hunter international. You can get it for free over at Bain books in their library. The ebook is free. That is a perfect example of how to write, first person mill sci-fi you know urban fantasy um you know there, there's a bunch of stuff on the bain website that's free that you can get a hold of um you know if your big thing is fantasy lord of the rings 
uh, oh, you know, uh well actually don't write like lord of the rings because the way that J.R. <laughs> tolkien wrote isn't how we write now the style mm -hmm. has changed um the belgariad is so good david eddings uh you know robert jordan's will of time that's a good series but info dumps are kind of no you know david weber writes amazing but whenever I'm reading David Weber, I'll skip past the page and a half of physics lesson. <laughs> so you you got to find your comfortable spot and where you want to be in your writing style. You know, um, if you're doing info dumps, a lot of people don't like that anymore. That's an, an older style type thing. Um, work what the is... info in, into your, your dialogue and stuff. Okay. I was like, what's info dump? Info dump is where you just do this exposition about how something works or, you know, Anne Rice took a page and a half to describe a chair. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, I you know. know things like that. Dave, David Weber, you know, he'll do a page and a half physics lesson on how this weapon actually works, you know, for this missile to be able to hit this ship over here. You know, that's an info dump. But yeah. if you work it into dialogue and things like that, it moves a little smoother. It keeps the pacing going. But okay. it also depends on the readership you're going for. So, you know, that's that's part of the re research. Find out what you need to do, where you need to be. Mm. Um, there are tons of author groups to get into. Be Leary and Be Leary of Vanity Presses. If anybody asks you to pay them to publish your stuff, walk away real quick because it's a, it's a ripoff. They'll publish whatever you want them to publish, but it it's not necessarily going to sell. Yep. Yeah. Because you can do it for free. Yeah. And not sell. <laughs> and you're not on any money. So what upcoming projects do you have? Oh, dear God. Um, <laughs> Too many to count. <laughs> I, I, I have to get some novels done this year. I'm working on uh, Shepherd's Call. It's an urban fantasy. The start of the Black Wish universe. Um, uh, after that, I'm... I've got to get Wards of a Warrior done, which is a fantasy in my Terranai universe. And um, probably in the second Flux Runners will be next on the list. Uh, other than that, with Three Ravens, we have a slew of open calls. We have uh, Misfits of Magic, which is a fantasy open call. Uh, due date on that is like March 1st. We've got Your Call is Important to Us. It's a military open call. Um, we're doing a coffee table book. The money is, that comes from this is going to the We Dare charity. Um, and they're using jujitsu to help brothers and sisters to heal from their PTSDs or at least get it under control. Is that the um, one with Cassidy? Yeah, that's the one with Cassidy. Yeah, I submitted uh, a piece with that one. Uh, let's see. I've got Blood, Sweat, and Steel, which is a military sci-fi mechanized warfare antho. There's... Um, Tomorrow is Hope, which is a hard science fiction antho. Um, JTF-13, it's our military uh, military units dealing with supernatural threats on the battlefield. Oh, that sounds cool. So, you know, you, you, we're killing supernatural stuff with overwhelming force. Um, <laughs> but that's got an open call for a new anthology. It's also open for submissions for novels. Um, just, just go to the Three Ravens publishing.com website look in the top bar for open calls and scroll down through and look at all the different ones we have what's uh, that website can you spell that out for me three ravens publishing 
Is it the letter or the, I mean, is it the word or the number? So make sure to put it in the chat box here so people put it in the chat box for you. Because that would be the easier thing. Yeah, for sure. Okay. T H R E E R A V E N publishing.com for all the people who listen to the podcast tomorrow. Yeah, free ravenspublishing.com. Look, look in the open calls. Um, and, you know, sign up for the newsletter. That, that's the easiest way to find out when new things are coming along. You know, if you like to read, um, look through our stuff. We've got an audio, ebook, print book. Um, you know, if you like getting free ebooks and you'd like to be an early reader, there's a sign up to be an early reader. I might need to do that because I love yeah. to read. And when and, you start talking about that military one with Supernatural, I was like, oh, I need to read that. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got four books in that series right now. Uh, one of the novels is mine. And the next one is High Hopes. It's going to be a World War One piece. Hmm. So, you okay. know, and, and the, the JTF universe, it, it spans like the Revolutionary War to modern day. Oh, cool. So, you know, and it starts out there. There's a transition where it's, you know, it's just special unit 13 and, you know, it transitions into task force 13 and now we're joint task force 13 in the oh, modern yeah. day. And, um, so it, it's an interesting universe and it was handed off to me um, because I had the first novel in the series. So it's like, okay, cool. I'll go ahead and keep it going on three ribbons. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. So we've reached the part in the show where um, we're going to give you the reins here. I'm going to take myself off screen and anything that we did not talk about that you want to make sure you get out there to the audience or anybody that's watching. I take myself off screen. I hand it over to you to two to for two to three minutes and you get to take over the entire show. It comes to William Roberts show on the author's porch. So are you ready? Okay, sure. All right, so, you know, like I was saying, if you want to check out Three Ravens Publishing, that's where you can find the majority of the stuff that we got going on with the open calls and all that. Um, if you want to check out some of my writing, uh, some of it's listed on Three Ravens because it, it's through there, and, you know, we got things like the Trailer Park, um, which there is a volume two open call for Trailer Park this year, too. Um, look over at www.williamjosephroberts.com, and you can find links to all my published works, um, some of my personal little bits and pieces for the blog. You know, I'm on TikTok and things like that. Um, I am on so many social media pages. It, it, you, you just go to williamjosephroberts.com and the links are there to all of them. Uh, same thing with Three Ravens. Um, one of the main things for, for any authors out there, it's, it's serious. If you really want to be an author and you really want to do this, well, then do it. Stop telling yourself that you're not good. Stop worrying about it. Stop making excuses and doing the dishes and all this other stuff. Sit down and actually write. Do it. You know, if you're just doing it as a hobby and you're doing um, fan fiction, well, that's fine. You're still writing. If somebody's getting enjoyment out of it, cool. If you actually want to be a paid author, then you got to create your own stuff. Um, there is an amazing author community out there. And a lot of that author community that that really binds and becomes a tribe like, you know, Superstars is or or Liberty Con is going out there and meeting these people and making those connections and um, becoming part of the tribe. 
I, I really can't reiterate how important that is because if you just go it alone, it's going to be really tough. There, there's a lot to take in if you're going to be an indie publisher doing your own little thing, publishing your work. It's a lot of work. Um, so, you know, it's just, it, it's worthwhile to make those connections because the information is amazing. Um, you know, just, just like we were talking with, oh, we're done. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm just... Say, well, just, just like we were talking <laughs> with, with, with uh, Vellum and all that, you know, there's other options out there besides Vellum now. And, you know, unless you actually start looking hard or you talk to somebody, you're not going to know it. Yeah. Yeah. The networking is so important. And I think it's it's wonderful that we're able to. And I'm glad that Patrick introduced us because I learned so much that I didn't know about the anthologies that and just by talking to you. And I've learned I've got a whole list of notes over here. I don't know if you saw me with my pen over here and I kept looking away every once in a while. It's because I was taking notes. <laughs> so well, that you're yeah, when you you know, you you hit it spot on, you know, the networking aspect. That's how we succeed in the indie author world. And you've got it spot on, William. I really appreciate you sharing all that information. And the beginning of the podcast, man, if I'm going to tell everybody you need to go, if you don't watch the entire show, which you should, because there's a lot of information, but at least the first 15 minutes when you were talking about all of the different conventions and all the breadth of knowledge you get from them. I, mean, I think every indie author in the entire indie author world should be listening to that first 15 minutes of you spitting that knowledge out to them. Yeah. And, and you know, here, as soon as we get done, um, I'm getting ready to do some more of that networking because a bunch of us are going over next door here to have some dinner and hang out and it's going to be talking shop the whole time. Well, I don't want to keep you because that is very, very important. But I'm so glad that we had the opportunity to talk to you. And I know that we'll talk plenty more because I'm going to be hitting you up and be like, hey, William, what are you doing? What are you thank getting you. into? <laughs> I'm always willing to jump on and talk. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here with us tonight and for sharing all that wonderful knowledge that you have and for putting that book together and and doing everything that you're doing for the veterans and giving back because that's what we're always striving to do is helping people. And I appreciate that guys. Don't forget to come back each week, watch us live or go ahead. Well, okay. Uh, the JTF 13 origins anthology, the first book book that started it, the proceeds from that go to the combat veterans motorcycle association. Nice. So anybody that buys a copy, it's going to help brothers and sisters. Um, that's even more of a push for me to buy it because I was already hooked on the storyline. So now that's even more of a push to read it even faster now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So make sure you guys come over, ask Alexa or Siri. She's, oh, she's plugged in this time. She's listening to me. Um, to play the latest episode of our podcast. Head over to our website, catch our latest issue of the magazine. It came out in January. Next issue of the magazine comes out in April, the 4th of April. Deadline for all submissions is the 1st of March. I had to make sure I was going back 30 days. <laughs> we want to continue making authors' dreams come true by providing them a platform to shine. We'll see you guys next time. If you appreciate conversations like we do and you want to become a better speaker, visit our friends, Brendan and Bomsey, 
of mastertalk.ca where they teach you how to use the power of your voice. Don't forget, stay awake with a nice cup of coffee from Third Day Coffee Seguin. Best cup of coffee on this side of heaven over at thirddaycoffeeseguin.com. Until next time, my friends, I'm CJ. This is William Joseph Roberts of Three Ravens Publishing. Go read his books and write on. Bye, William. Bye, everybody. The Author's Forge is a certified veteran-hosted podcast. Show your support. Tune in, share, and subscribe.